I was kind of hoping I want pizza now was going to be the first words on the recording, but I guess it's too late for that. No, that's okay, because your words were the first words on this recording, and I got that entire sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Critical Recovery. This is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign setting. My name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. Tonight, I'm joined by a bunch of awesome people, including individuals who I've been talking over, and for that, I apologize. And I am including Chris, Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy, and Archbeth is hanging out in chat. And, uh... What happened last time? Well, we killed a god, and so we all rolled up new characters. Yay! <laughs> no, no, it's the other way around. The god killed all of you, so you had to roll up new... Actually, that didn't happen either. We did not drown. We decided to yeah. kill a god, and we decided to go to Skelvar, but we didn't have a wizard who knew how to get to Skelvar, so we teleported to the bird people, and oh, we're no, trying so we... to get out of the bird people territory as quickly as possible. We... We did teleport to Skelvar. We teleported to the region of Skelvar, but we didn't teleport to the Say. It's like when you go to Kentucky, there's Kentucky City. No, it's actually Kansas. Never mind. I've never been anywhere near there, but never mind about that. Moving forward. So <laughs> we're trading through Skelvar's swamp slash forest. Yes. It's, yep. Well, it was originally all forest, and then it was underwater for a few years, and now it's starting to dry up, but. Everything is really saturated, so it's taking a while. And they didn't exactly go for the areas near where there were a bunch of bird people to start off, because they were kind of going to go for the areas where they had a bunch of elves in them first for, for drawing yeah. things out. For some they reason, just they just abandoned the wood elves. <laughs> uh, well, there may have been some debate in the ruling council, but it was overruled. Uh, so you are having a, a jaunty stroll through the woods. It is mostly old growth forest where you are right now. And who's got the highest passive perception? Uh, Zuda and Gorka. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, D&D Beyond's giving me an error code so I can't pull up Gorga. Okay, just pass that. So you have 22 for Gorga. Okay. Gorga, you are very much aware. And Zuda, you are also very much aware that you are not alone in the woods. Uh, where you are right now... You, it looks like you're going through an area that had been a settlement at one point, but when the floodwaters rose, instead of moving up, they moved out. So there are various structures here that are at ground level. There's some that are higher up, but everything here looks like it hasn't been inhabited for a while. But there are definitely others here. Like there are shadows that are being cast that are clearly humanoid shadows. And every now and then someone ducks out of view when they think you're looking in their direction. I'll keep my eye on them, but if they're the bird people and they're willing to ignore us, I'm willing to ignore them. Oh, you left the the Kenku territory quite some time ago. You've had a long rest since then. Oh. In that case, I'll quietly turn to the rest of my party. I don't think they'll be able to keep the secret, but as quietly as I can, I'll say to all of them, I think we're being followed. That I'm still working on. Good news. The document that has all my notes in it froze. Oh, no. Oh, no. So my silence was because I was closing it and opening it again. Okay. <laughs> um, can I um, send the imp back invisible to try and see what it is? Um, you most certainly may try. Give me a stealth check for your imp. At advantage, because he invisible. Uh, what is his stealth? His stealth is plus five. Uh, 
24. Oh, did, I, did I math that wrong? I math that wrong. If he poofed at 24, that's fine. <laughs> oh, no. He did poof at 24. Ew. He didn't see it coming. Well, that's concerning. He was going towards a spot where it had been noticed that there was some movement, but that's not the direction it came from. Imagine, if you will, velociraptors hunting in a pack. Oh, no. Oh, no. These are not velociraptors. That is not canon. Okay. The imp's dead. Well, I suppose that means we should get ready for a fight. You and I, I... both know you can't really kill an imp unless you're willing to go to hell. You know what I mean. And that voice was not from any of the party members. Right. Wait, what? Okay, who's that speaking? I slap my chest. I slap my chest and shout, cast armor of Agathus. Okay. And summon the sword. I get my rapier ready and hide behind a more sturdy-looking party member. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me, probably. <laughs> what What do we see? You do not. Um, but as you prepare for a fight, about 20 arrows all hit the ground around you. None of them hit you, but they all land near you and stick out of the ground. Okay, guys, stand down. I, I, I'm not sure yet, but I think I know this person. Okay. All right. I'm still holding my sword. <laughs> you can put it down. We're not being paid to kill you. We're being paid to escort you. Hello, I'm Gorga. I know I don't look like what you expect me to look like, but I believe you're here for me. We are, but not just you. Very well. Lead the way, please. You're gonna all put down your weapons right now. I very hesitantly put my weapon away. That's not an easy demand, but given the well, circumstances, I will comply. I'll shape my sword. I'll... I'll send away uh, the sword. Someone from behind one of the structures tosses out um, a bundle. Uh, I'll try to catch it. Okay. I, I'm not going to require a roll for this. You're, you're a rogue. You've got high dexterity. So, yeah, uh, you catch it. It is a burlap sack, but inside it are more burlap sacks. Not however, like <laughs> however no. you, Gorga, are very much aware oh, that these are not mere burlap. This is a method that's been used before when escorting people to a location where you don't want them to be able to use any methods of figuring out where they're going. They are all imbued with magic. All right. So I'm going to keep that information close to my chest, but I will do what I can to comply and follow the directions as best I understand them. Put them on. We'll collect you and put you where you need to be. Ah, but that kind of burlap. Okay. Okay. I turned to the rest of the party. You're not going to like this, but just to show it's not done in bad faith. And I'll put the burlap sap over my own own head. You immediately have no idea where you are. You're. It's like you're in a sensory deprivation chamber. Uh, are we actually just going along with this? <laughs> I would recommend it. It's better than fighting. Let's put it this way. Why if you don't put doing... that on, we're going to have to kill you. If you do put it on, you're going to get to live. And we get paid. So... Well, it's a win-win. Look, you know me. You know I trust almost no one, but I already put the sack over my head. So you know, you should know how serious this is. By the way, at this You're point, for you to continue to have that conversation, you would have had to take you. the sack back off your head because you couldn't oh. hear anything either with it on. Oh. I put this damn sack on. <laughs> I will do this again. Could you, um, could you make sure that 
Oh, okay. Yeah, the pseudo dragon put its head inside one of the other sacks. Okay, that's it. It crawled right in there. Okay, is it sleeping? It's sleeping. None of us can hear this person. (laughs) 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 All right. So after um, a bit of time, where you don't like, you're waiting for them to move you. Um. Yes. Question. I feel like everyone missed me saying that I wanted an explanation. Though I guess Gorga missed me because the sack was over her head. Okay. Well, the, the explanation was what this unnamed character said, where if you put them on, we get to escort you somewhere, and we get paid. If you don't put them on, we're going to have to kill you afterwards, which means we don't get paid. If you pull the sack off of Gorga and ask her follow-up questions, she just says, I cannot speak any more about it. This is what it is. All right. Let it be known that I'm not convinced you haven't struck some bargain where the rest of us get sacrificed, but I'll put the sack on Eddie. I like them. Okay. So after a little while where you're thinking, okay, they're, they're going to move us now, right? No, not yet. But okay. It, all the sacks are pulled off of your heads and you are definitely in another location. It doesn't feel like enough time was spent to move you in an entirely different location. And you never felt anyone like grab your hand and, and walk you in a direction. You never even had the sensation that you would have if you were teleported. Um, Gorga, you are aware that part of the f- magic in these sacks happens to be uh, that they mess with your ability to perceive uh, the passage of time. So usually by the time someone thinks, maybe I should take this off to check, they're already where they need to be. Um, mm-hmm. But you are all in what appears to be a very nice dining room. Well, depends on your definition of nice. It is it is opulent. There's a very nice, heavily lacquered, solid oak table that fills up a large part of the room. There are a significant number of taxidermied animals stuck to the walls because, of course, there are a bunch of paintings. Um, there is a roaring fire in the fireplace over to the side. This is nuts. And there is an elf sitting in a chair over in the corner. If it's who I think it is, I'll give a very respectful bow and say, thank you, Mr. Petswaden. Thank you for saying that last name for me. I made up the pronunciation as I said it, so <laughs> I wouldn't have called you on it either way. Uh, they nod back. We're old friends. You can call me Seda. Although, it probably would have been better if you hadn't let your friends know that we knew each other. But, oh well. Can't be dealt with now. Oh, well, actually it can be, but I can't be bothered. Anyway, that's not uh, what I got paid for. If you wanted to be subtle, you wouldn't have collected a salvia burlap sack. Oh, that was being subtle. That was being subtle. If we had escorted you without that, other people might have taken notice that that's what we were doing. No, oh. uh, we were under uh, a strict contract that insisted we don't deviate from usual practices. Well, I was planning on contacting you when we got into town, but either way, what's done is done. Oh, yeah. Well, going into town would maybe not have been a good idea. I am curious. I'm sure you have many questions for me, and I I have several for you now. A voice from another room that adjoins this one, but the door is open, so you can hear it clearly, says, Because you angered a god of the oceans... And Skelvar is a port town now. That is not my fault. 
And I want it on record that that is not my fault. And Morley's Literally dad inscribe it everywhere you can. That is not my fault. I go over to my dad. And I'm yes, Gorga repeated again. it probably several more times than I did just now, but it's she is boy, very yeah. insistent. Everything that else is, is happening while Gorga continues to repeat this. Yeah. <laughs> Morley's so, just talking to his dad. It is so good to see you again. Yes, good to see you again, too. In the flesh this time. Everything yes, well? Absolutely. Your journey was okay? Uh, well, there was this weird thing with the bags over our heads, but other than this, and uh, the swamp was not so good, but... Yes, I, I wanted to raise as little suspicion as possible. This sorry. I'm sorry. Sense now. This is who you have the con- your, your friend, Gorga. The contract was my friend. I was wondering. Yes, sorry. Sadia here does represent several of my contacts. I'm, I don't believe I can speak much more unless Sadia himself speaks up first. We don't do business frequently, uh, but Mo here has occasionally reached out to us, yes. Advice. I'm so- I'm sorry, but can someone actually tell me where we are? That would be great. No. You, you know the whole cliche of, I, no, I, don't I can tell I don't you, care. but I'd have to kill you? Uh, no, it, it's like that. We're, we're an organization that is uh, very clandestine, in many ways I, sanctioned, but the nature of our business means that we need to keep certain things private. I hate all of this. Yes. You know, I'm not well. sure if you're trying to say that you're organized crime or that you're a spy agency. They're saying or they're no. organized crime, dear. No, no, we are. A For spy your agency. sake, just believe that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Sure. I'll live in. I'll live in denial. We'll go with it. I can say from personal experience that while retrieval is something they do on occasion, if I had offered to pay them a significant amount of money to, say, end a bunch of people, well, I'm not sure I'd be willing to meet their expenses. Oh no, is this an Assassin's Guild? Seriously? The Was more laws we have to break, the more <laughs> we charge. But Talia, that's I respect here you. Talia, I respect you, but the less questions you ask at this point, the better. Oh, uh, that wasn't a question. That was just me hating everything about this. <laughs> You're welcome and to totally remain alive advice. and hated. Yes. Anyway, uh, I do believe that the preparations have been made. Yes. Yes. Thank you for the facilities. They, they are more than adequate, I'm told. Uh, I believe what we were asked to acquire was an old priest, a young priest, and a soap that can get out pea soup. No, wait. No, no. The wrong, wrong mission. Wrong mission. Uh, we needed a current follower of Joa, and Mo gestures towards Rhine. We needed a previous follower of Joa, who had then switched to Tyr, an item of power, and someone who would know a ritual or two. Correct? Sure. (laughs) Is that gonna be a problem that the current follower is uh, not on this um plane yes i've been told that that can be handled but i didn't ask for the details because bard not wizard a lot of it would go over my head so uh, if you'd follow me okay where are we going all right okay so you go into uh you go through the door and there's a hallway that leads to another series of rooms most of which 
the doors are completely closed, and you get the sense that while you don't see guards, deviating from the floor plan that you are being offered is perhaps not wise. You just get the sense that that would be a bad idea. Uh, whether or not that encourages you to engage in said bad idea is, of course, the player's decision, not the DM's. But I'm If anyone tries, out. I will grab them by the shoulder and do my best to... I'm not a very strong character, but I will try to pull them towards the right way we're being directed. Dare I'm not I say, trying. dare I say, Gorgo would express the fact that she dislikes that. <laughs> um, but you are taken into a room that looks like it was specifically designed for magical rituals of some kind. Although most of the accoutrements seem to have been moved over to up against the wall. Uh, anyone with an arcana that is above a plus two would be able to tell that everything here seems to be set up specifically for scrying purposes but that's not what is currently in the middle of the room in the middle of the room there is a small pedestal which is built into the floor so that couldn't be moved uh there is uh, a bunch of arcane runes that have been drawn on the floor in some type of glowing material and there are two humans who are comparing notes and having a small conversation. Uh, they look up when you come in. Uh, one of them has uh, slick black hair. In, imagine, if you will, someone from, like, a man from the Roaring Twenties. Imagine that kind of hairstyle. Um, but he's also wearing um, red wi wizard's robes. And the other one is, um, well, Eo, how would you describe Seelin? Oh, wow. Um, Understanding that he like, is currently looking like he is a living human. Sort of a little bit tall, maybe, but not tall, tall, and messy brown hair, fairly pale, and looks about like the most um, non-respectable dad you could imagine. In my head canon, his hair is just the right length that... It looks like he could use a haircut, but when he wakes up in the morning, its messiness looks like he planned it that way. Yes, exactly. Well, hello, everyone. It's so good to see you in the flesh. Wonderful to meet every single one of you. Who's ready to bring back a god? I have to say, I am excited for this moment. Have I have no idea who you are. Gorga is silent, but she already thinks I dislike you. <laughs> well, Alia is thinking the same thing. Where are my manners? My name is Seelin. I'm I'm a friend of a friend of your dad. So there you go. Anyway, I have done a lot of work with uh, bringing things back, so to speak, and I wanted to try some new things. Had some stuff on the back burner, was brought in for this, and hey, this sounds like fun. I usually don't get an opportunity to mess with things this powerful. I've never wanted an evil god to just end it all more. Please don't be thinking that during the magic whatever it is. Probably would not be. And um, <sighs> the other wizard, who looks mortified right now by Seelin's <laughs> uh, introduction, uh is a, a long-time family friend of mine. Uh, may I introduce Mr. Sanctimonious Long? A pleasure to make your acquaintance. 
from anyway. people's reactions, I feel like I should know who that is. <laughs> oh. In the Hit and Abyss campaign, um, he was... Well, he was introduced right after oh, yeah. your character mm-hmm. left on an elephant. I don't an, think elephant. any of my characters ever met this, this person. I don't think so. Um, I think Ash met him very briefly, but didn't spend a lot of time with him. Oh, yeah, Ash did meet him because the, there were, part of the tinkering with the gunblade happened in Sanctimonious's Tower. Sanctimonious, however, was much older at the time, to the point where he was starting to suffer from dementia. Also, he's a wizard with a penchant for fire spells. Mm-hmm. Like, Are we that. finally confirming his class here? Well, who knows? Though you didn't say he was only a wizard. Who knows? Maybe he picked up a... <laughs> well, he looks fit and, and trim right now. Maybe he picked up a, a level in Barbarian. They don't wear armor either, you know? Oh my gosh. Write that down as a character. Okay, moving forward. Moving forward. <laughs> anyway, um, I do believe you have a certain item of power on you. Uh, Mr. It's just Mo. And yes, I do. And he pulls out a small... Um, velvet bag and pulls the drawstring open and pulls out what appears to be a very ornate deck of playing cards. I think it would have been far easier to set it up before uh, they all arrived, but yes, but I didn't want anyone pulling a card out of the deck. Thank you very much. And Mo goes over and sets it down on the pedestal. Can I do an arcana check? I, the player you gets certainly like may do an arcana check. <laughs> that is a 29. Oh, you are almost certain that if this is not a deck of many things, then they are saying certain things to make you think it is a deck of many things. Just make sure no one touches that, please. I I concur. We don't need anyone's soul being sucked into the abyss, forcing us to go on a very long adventure before we continue to rescue a god. Oh, that is worse than the last time I tried. I will not touch it. No, I know exactly what that is. He's yes. right. Don't touch it. There is a no. very high chance that, no. yes, someone's soul will be sucked into somewhere like Pandemonium or the Abyss or the Nine Hells. We're not doing that today. Morley, yes. son, after all of this, we're going to have a conversation about this card game that you've mentioned you played. Because I've never known you for having, don't take this the wrong way, skill in playing it, it, it card games. It was all accidental. There was no skill here. Ah, but yes, talk about yes. Later. Uh, certain things do fall into place. We're still going to have that chat. Okay. Uh, so, uh, do we have... Uh, <laughs> where is that paladin? That's from the dad who's po- who pushed his son to make a deal with Asmodeus. <laughs> did not push <laughs> his son to options. make a deal with Asmo- Asmo- Asmodeus. <laughs> that is, that is a bad option. Him. That is a bad option. To be option. fair, I'm pretty so. sure it's a phase. <laughs> There's a paladin around. Gods are more trouble than they're worth. That's all I know at this point. Yes, well, well, I was told the ritual did require representatives of the past and current fates, so we did happen to find a paladin who sort of represented both. And uh, he got very bored with us and went to take a nap. I'll go fetch him. As soon as he leaves the room, Mo takes a deep breath. Does anyone else hate that guy? I can't decide whether I hate him or like him. I'm leaning way towards hate. I think I'm kind of in a sort of both at once kind of mode here. I'm Ryan, not sure how he's continue- doing that. Brian, you continue to confuse and baffle me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
to be fair, and this is from Sanctimonious, I I am aware that Celan's personality is... Uh, Bubbly? Oh, that's a much Chipper? kinder word than what I was planning on using. Annoying? Grating? All of these are accurate statements. <laughs> I, I would also accept egotistical, flamboyant, uh, megalomaniacal. Beyond egotistical? Very much so. I would say beyond. However, he did save my life and the lives of several friends that I consider quite dear to me. So I'm willing to tolerate him. Hmm. Right. So I hope you enjoyed your nap. You must be very uncomfortable sleeping in your armor. I get used to it. Okay. Well, in any case, here we are. We're all together. We're ready to get started. And uh, Selin is leading in... um, the paladin, who is dressed in gleaming armor that appears to uh, be in in some in many places it is a shining steel, but there's a lot of gold um, inlay in locations where a sword blade that's striking the armor is less likely to to damage the gold portions. Um, it's armor that's meant for use, not just for show, um, and he is carrying a shield he has his he has his sword sword yeah he has his sword <laughs> on his belt but he's carrying his shield which very clearly has the symbol for tear on it and also oh yeah very clearly an orc is it anyone i know give me a history check Ugh. <laughs> 16 it has been years but yes you recognize him um his name is not emerson but everyone who knew him called him that because it was fairly close to what his name was in Orkish. And he got tired of trying to correct people because when they tried to get it to be more precise, they got it very wrong. Um, but Emerson was, when Joa was still around, one of their staunchest supporters. And many considered him to be one of the highest ranking followers of Joa. And he was one of the first to switch over to Tyr. Emerson. Brian, you look well. How did they convince you to help with this? Is that really a question you need to ask right now rather than just helping us get rid of this god energy? They didn't. Honestly, they did a pretty good job of trying to convince me not to. I said no such. You will shut your mouth. I like this one. Joa is gone. If I was going to continue doing the good that I could do, then I needed to serve a god that was still here. But, Tyr agreed. Many shields protect more people. Tyr, great. Do you think if I didn't have Tyr's blessing, I could be anywhere near here? I guess even gods can decide to fix their mistakes. That's the hope. Provided this doesn't kill us all in the process. (laughs) That's always the hope, isn't it? Which, based on he what everyone that. has been saying, very high chance of that, just pointing that out. Oh, but what a way to go. Oh, I agree. Right, splendid. So, if you don't threaten to uh, end me, uh, let's begin. I don't promise anything. If my organization vouches for you, then I vouch for you as well. Um, so, Seda is over by the door and just sort of nervously coughs. If my organization says you're the best shot at this, then I vouch for you. There is a slightly fainter cough. You know what? I'll take it at this point. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> okay, so if uh, 
you, uh, Ryan, uh, could could just come over here and don't don't take a card off the deck. Just put your hand on top of half of it. Yes, like that. That's good. And um, if if you, Emerson, could come over and do the same on this side, fantastic. One moment while the DM is checking a private message being sent to him. <laughs> does, <laughs> does the item of power have to be just one item of power? Can And can I do an arcana check to try and figure out exactly what they're doing? Uh, you may do an arcana check to find out exactly what they're doing. But um, the rolls, it, it is a sliding scale of difficulty. Let's put it that way. 18. Okay. So with an 18 in Arcana, I would say that your best estimation of what's happening is um, the artifact of power might not matter so much, except that there needs to be some focal point that the energies can be transferred through. And it's a bridge. High quality magical items are less likely to melt when you do that. The deck is just being used as a bridge. Ah. Uh. I was going to offer my shield, too. If you, if you don't want your shield to have a risk of melting, I would just stick with the dick. <laughs> Emerson looks at your shield and says, I'd prefer if you kept that shield safe. Tal- Talia will literally just say what she just what I've just said. From okay. what it looks like, they're using the deck as a bridge for the, the energy. So maybe not if you want to keep the shields in one piece. Mo um, says quietly, Kind of why I picked the deck of many things. I really don't mind if it incinerates itself in the process. Oh, I pray it incinerates itself in the process. That thing is deadly. I learned a while ago that uh, certain magical items, when you acquire them, you just don't sell them even if you don't want them. I mean, only a monster would pass that to someone for them to use. Oh. And only an idiot would pull something from it. Uh, I agree with you on both counts. It's a shame about the person who gave it to me. Anyway. <laughs> Love more. <laughs> um, All right. What, was there something else? Oh, oh, you are, you're right. You're right. I'm so focused on the, uh, uh, the, the center portion. Uh, uh, Sanctimonious, could you help everyone else, please? Right. Uh, so everyone who has the, uh, the, the extra... God energy? We, we can call it that, sure. I'm kind of uncomfortable calling the Kraken a god. It did attack my hometown. But uh, if you could all stand over here in these various circles, one per circle. Yes, thank you. Please keep your arms and legs inside the circle at all times. uh, And refrain from jumping. That doesn't Uh. work for teleportation circles. It doesn't work for this either. And actually might end up smudging some of the the arcane symbols. Thank you. Gorga will take a circle, but she's also kind of ex- assuming she's about to explode. I give my dad a hug and then step into the suitcase bad again. Um, when you give him a hug, he hugs back and says quietly into your ear, see you on the other side. All right. So you all step in your circles and the ritual commences and commences and commences. And I will tell you that if you are someone who finds arcane rituals enthralling and interesting and entertaining, then this is right up your alley. If you are anyone else in the history of Dungeons and Dragons, this is a very boring experience, and you don't even get to sit down. 
Uh, there, yes. Um, our Archbest is in chat saying chanting and waving of hands and walking around with incense and stuff. Yes, all of these things are taking place. Tali um, just watching and keeping mental notes of everything that everyone's doing. Anyone very with, intrigued. Anyone with any ability in Arcana whatsoever, um, your best estimate is that at least a thousand dollars worth of spell components was um, used up within about the first two minutes of this ritual. Used up as in totally unretrievable. Mm-hmm. And everyone who is in a circle, well, and mm-hmm. Ryan, because technically you're in the middle of it too, give me a constitution save. Oh, no. Oh, no. This happens around minute 15. Oh, no. Seven. I haven't. I get a 12. I don't know how because Gorgas Khan isn't very high. My um, is I'm zero. spending oh. my inspiration. Oh, no. We're all really terribly. <laughs> oh, the no. target number for this is 15. 15. Okay, so we have two successes and three yes. failures. Okay. If you succeed, you take 20 points of damage. Wow. <gasps> what Oof. kind of damage? Oh, wow. Okay. And is it physically radiant. being done? Oh, I take 10 damage. Okay, if it's radiant, If it's you not fail, physically. you are at one hit point. Oh, no. Because as an SMR, I have resistance to radiant. Actually, does this bypass resistance? I'm going to be a nice DM and say no. I'm going to assume that this does bypass my armor of Agathis because it's only physical damage that does that for melee attacks. Please yeah. do not deal frost damage to the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it depends. How long did it take us to get here? Because that would be gone if it was more than an hour. You have no idea. But, oh yeah, armor Agathis might not be there anymore. It only lasts an hour, so if it was longer than an hour, it would be gone. Also, uh, this good. might be an organization that might notice that you have armor of Agathis and say, no, you don't. Okay, so it's been over an hour, and we know that at least. <laughs> or they dispelled it somehow, which is also a possibility. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, uh, so you are all knocked prone. Oh, the deck of many Come things. The deck of many things to um, the delight of some individuals. Everyone who recognized it for what it was sort of evaporates. Come on. So does Wait. the pedestal it was standing on. Oh, um, Archbeth. You're saying don't follow the circles? Too late. <laughs> when they knocked, when they were knocked prone, there wasn't room for them to stay in the circles. Uh, several lines have been smudged in the process. Uh, no, they they did not have room for bigger circles, nor did they have room for a bigger boat. You have summoned jaws. Not true. Not true. That is not canon. Oh wait. So do we know if that succeeded? Then that's the problem. Well, here's the question: What do you think that glowing form in the middle of the room is? Oh, is it a god? That's a very good question. Hey. I. It you can't make out any details. It is well any fine details. It is radiating light. It's like trying I to look at a I light bulb. I know I was no good as a, a worshipper. I know I was never what I was supposed to be. But I can't. But it wasn't right. What happened wasn't right, and I don't need to worship to want to put that right to to give you whatever purpose you had in mind. Right. Are you saying we should stab that figure because I'm barely conscious, but if you say stab it, I'll stab it. Please do not <laughs> am, stab the god. I am saying let this be enough. Ryan, 
Whatever you gave to me, here, I'll give it back. I'll try to save you and let that be enough. Ryan, for most of the time you were talking, this being in the middle of the floor where the pedestal used to be was looking down at their hands and then looking at the rest of itself. And then they look at you as you continue to talk. And as you are finished saying, let this be enough, they crouch down in front of you because, well, you're prone. <laughs> so True. you're not going to remain standing. Um, and put a very comforting hand on your shoulder. Like you feel warmth and comfort radiating from it. You know this is not you just being comforted because someone's putting a hand on your shoulder. Um, because we all know the awkward experiences you've had before. Um, but there, there is some supernatural calming that's happening from this. Ryan does not want to be supernaturally calmed. And that is incredibly valid. And as soon as this becomes obvious, because I'm not going to tell you the stats for a god, but they might have a high yeah. passive perception. <laughs> <laughs> they take their hand away. And Ryan, Ryan is prone, but if they can move their hands, they're, they're reaching out like they're trying to offer something. Possibly something they don't know if they're actually capable of giving, but they're trying to give it. They look down at your hands, and you hear a voice. You all hear this voice. You're not sure it's coming from the being. Well, you're sure that the being is what's creating this voice, but it feels more like it's coming from your chest, from inside your rib cage, than it is coming from somewhere else and reaching your ears. It, it booms in a certain way. I, I do not need you to follow your path is your own and they stand and go back to the center of the room and look around um they take a moment to look at every single person in this room most of whom are still prone if you want to tell me your character got up that's fine that's valid your character is able to stand but none of the npcs have gotten up Talia would have got up Seelan is occasionally brushing his robes to try to make himself look more presentable, but he totally forgot the get-up part. <laughs> no, Talia, Talia would have got up because this is an unknown, so she wouldn't want to be in a vulnerable position. Morley's going Ryan to is do probably doing. sort of frozen in a shoving themselves up kind of position, just staring up, looking something. There is an emotion on their face. There are possibly all the emotions on their face. Gorga failed that constitution check hard, so she's probably trying to stand up, but just isn't successful yet. There's a moment where you thought you got some purchase, um, and your foot slipped on whatever material they used to paint these glowing runes. The paint wasn't dry yet, I guess. You make a a larger, more expensive smear, which I suppose in some D&D situations would be be how I describe your death, but not in this particular case. <laughs> um, the, this being looks at each person in turn as it turns, I'm using the word turn again, as it looks around the entire room. And for some of you, it nods at you. For others, it just continues to look. Uh, Talia, you get a nod. Matter of fact, all of the player characters get nods. Um, Mo gets a nod as well. And then it looks back at Ryan. I am I am not Joa. Ryan, give me an insight check. Do I still have the aspect of the white Oh, bones? no, none of you have those aspects anymore. You might want to remove those. <laughs> those have been used up in this process. 
Yeah, because um, that's messing with my skills, and I need to delete yeah. that. Somehow. Thanks for reminding me. I, all today, yeah, I was thinking I gotta remind them to take rid of. Let, let me. Okay. All through today, I was thinking I gotta remind them to get rid of that aspect when this ritual happens. I gotta remember to, to, oh, to remind well, there them. You go. I didn't remember. <laughs> oh well. Um. Can I? Uh. Let Let me see if that's actually something I can add to this. Yeah, uh, ten no, is not going to be sufficient. Oh, and by the way, hello to LFA who has arrived in chat with a mighty yeet mixkeet. <laughs> uh, Cindy, I'll take care of it for Gorgas. I've got Gorgas' character sheet open already. Do I have okay. one of these to worry about? Yes, everyone does. I'll take is. care of yours too. I have your character sheet open as well. Okay, got it. It's a feat. So you go to, I believe, features and oh, traits. My deception went that, there's a thing 12 to 7. Anyway, that was a 10. Okay. Um, this being continues to look at Rhine, and it waits for the realization to dawn, and it does not dawn. It's still midnight. <laughs> so once this realization occurs, I told you I would serve gladly. There I am. And they nod. Hey, we've been playing for about an hour. What do you say we take a short break? Wow. <laughs> I'm going to press some buttons. We'll be right back. Okay, Adidi's back in town. Well, back is the wrong word, because this is not Joa. It pulls out a keyboard and frantically types a message to all the friends. <laughs> oh, no. celestial body, who dis? <laughs> celestial body, who dis? <laughs> it does not do that. That is not canon. It is not cool. the god of sufficiently advanced technology. That's someone That's in Nova someone Pantheon. else. Gorgas still ready to stab it, but she's waiting for someone else to try first. <laughs> Gorgas at one hit point. I don't think Gorgas ready to stab anything. Also, Gorgas, you underestimate Gorgas' willingness to stab. <laughs> I'm not. You already have inspiration. I can't give you any more, Cindy. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um. So after that realization that this is not Joa, it is in fact in this form they turn and look over at Emerson who did not get up to a standing position but is there kneeling and they go over and put a hand on Emerson's shoulder you do not serve me I will again if you'll have me you never served me and Emerson just looks too now, this is not an effect that is being done to Emerson. Don't take this the wrong way. But Emerson looks to emotionally wilt at that sentence. You serve the weak. You serve those in need. Correct? This is true. You have been willing to die for a good cause and willing to live as well. Correct. You do not need to serve Joa. Or Tyr. Or even Terrier. Your goals and mine align. You are welcome 
if you choose to follow, and welcome if you don't choose. And while Tariush is saying this, Tariush has very clearly turned their head and is looking directly at Ryan. Ryan, Ryan kind of looks like they're about to cr- actually scratch that. Ryan is crying a little bit, but they are also smiling and they look proud. I was not born anew for Joa's sake or mine or Ryan's. There is a worthy cause and a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think that's a typo. <laughs> are you sure? I think they are a very good dog. Oh, oh that picture. You're welcome. <laughs> that is a very good dog. Oh, that's right. I found those stats for a celestial companion that's a, a oh. dog with wings. Oh, I might have I might have to dig that up. <laughs> oh, lawful and, and we were boy, that's brilliant. And, and we were talking over the break about some type of Digimon or Pokemon crossover with Dungeons and Dragons. That's how you do it. <laughs> so, so, what type of Pokemon is that? Celestial. That's a Pokemon type. It is now. It is a Digimon type. So it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's that? Where's that GIF that I said I don't get to use as much? Everyone pauses while I look for a GIF. Yeah, th- this is this is high art right here. This is high art of everyone waiting in an audio format for me to look up a GIF. Um, <laughs> very much so. Um, Argonia has chosen a dangerous path. What do you intend to do? No, Chris. Bad. I award you no points and may Terryish have mercy on your soul. Wrong. <laughs> 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 Extremely wrong answer. Sorry. I saw an opportunity. I I understand obsess. I understand wanting to undo what's but I will not stand for someone, even a god, using their power to get what they wanted everyone else's. So what will you do? I don't know how to fight a god, but I'll fight. It's what I'm good at. If I might interject a little bit. Uh, oh, now everyone's looking at me, and usually I very much appreciate that, but now I feel like I've I've stepped on someone's flower bed. Oh, um, and as Sian is talking, Sian does not look good. Sealand does not look good at all. Uh, his skin has grown very pale and in places looks like it's not quite there anymore. Uh, so, um, if you're wishing to put Argonia in her place, uh, one might consider a few options. I'm sure you've explored many possibilities, but in some of the research that led me to this particular ritual in question, and as Selin waves his hand towards the center of the room, 
where Terrius still stands, um, one of the fingers falls off, and he looks down at it. And um, I really hate to interrupt you here, but uh, do you need um, healing? Oh, that that wouldn't help very much right now. Actually, I'll be fine. Long run, I'll be fine. But um, this body wasn't necessarily designed to be in the presence of a literal god. I I knew it was a one-way trip for for this, but th- never mind, never mind. I'll be okay. Thank you for your concern. Uh, you see, and bits of him are starting to fall off as he continues to talk. Oftentimes, uh, deities will choose a, a champion and feed more of their divine power into it. Kind of like being a warlock. Uh, and see the motions over towards the, the warlocks in the party. But not quite. Uh, more celestial power, uh, less eldritch blessed, or however people say it these days. I don't, I don't keep up with what the kids are doing. Uh, it is possible that Argonia might, if you continue to be a thorn in her side, and uh, considering the weather uh, up top right now, that might be a thing, uh, select a champion. Uh, a bit of war by proxies, so to speak. So you would just simply need champions for opposing deities to uh, meet on the field of battle and have at it. And whoever wins, oftentimes the, the gods just sort of say, okay, well, we'll call it at that then because we have other things to do. And, uh, oh, that, that was, that was the, uh, the whole arm right there. That just, that just fell right off. Hmm. Well, uh, sanctimonious, it, pleasure meeting you again uh i i'll i will stop by sandstone sometime after hurricane season i think uh be seeing you and the body just crumbles to dust okay strangest zombie i've ever well that's the thing that happened sadia i believe you and i have a very very long debriefing meeting to attend well now that you've mentioned it out loud yes yes i did want to have a con uh Sure, we can do how, this now if you wish. How are you part of some secret assassin organization, yet you are so bad at subtle? Where did you get the idea of I was an assassin? I say as I walk off. She's, a, she's not really an assassin. We, that's a different department. Ooh. Half the time. Most of the time. Are you recruiting? <laughs> well, we apparently now have a water genasi on staff, so... You ever had a drow? She's good at what she does, but her I will admit her first loyalty will be the Raven Queen, not us. I'm going to be very honest. If we weren't the organization we are, we wouldn't even know what a drow is. So uh, I'm going to need three forms of ID, at least 15 references that have known you for at least five years, and uh, uh, I could take you to the paperwork room. Well, now that the planes are open again, that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> for what now? Uh, Sadia, we have a very long conversation ahead of us. The planes are not open. But I thought that the person was on, or whatever. (laughs) It's not a person. And Mo starts to half-ask, how do you know? Then he realizes he's talking to a literal god. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I, how much of Joa is in there, if, if you don't mind me asking i don't get to speak to gods pretty often this is this is a very rare occasion uh i know what joa knew okay that answers some questions and leaves others available 
but I will take that simple sentence as you ending it there. And, oh dear, look at the time. I think I need to uh, step away for a moment. Uh, no offense, but I am a tiefling. You are God. I'm feeling a little intimidated right now. Uh, son, we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. And, and Mo walks out. I look to the rest of the party besides Talia. I'm sure transportation outside of this place has been arranged. Just be prepared for the sacks again. Thanks. Terryish looks a bit see-through. Terryish, I'm. I don't know whether to apologize for things not completely working or. Nobody's perfect. Your heart has always been in the right place. I'll do what I. And they fade away. Mo sticks his head back in. It, are are they gone now? Yes, they have. Um. Oh, thank. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Well. Wonderful. You, none of you would know, happen to know if you are currently a, a champion of Terryish or any other deity, would you? Maybe. I hope I not. So. <laughs> I do not think so. <clears throat> um, no, not at all. Probably. Okay, you and I both <laughs> know there's a difference between being a warlock of something and being a champion of something. I know. Okay. Does being a champion involve suddenly your sword wants to be on fire? Because that kind of happened a while ago, and I've kind of been a bit, um... Rhinecast's prestidigitation and glittery things appear above their hands since. Uh, well, you did say that you were getting gifts from a God without following a God, so uh, so I kind of could also be yes. could also be that you're a sorcerer and your power is just awakened at a certain point. It's also possible. Okay, not the same thing. Good to know. I mean, there there is overlap in that Venn diagram, so I wouldn't rule it out entirely. Uh, okay, so here's the thing: we were just in a room with a literal God. There's a lot of things that I'm not going to rule out because that's not an everyday occurrence. And um, Seda um, says, we've speaking. Been... <laughs> Sorry, you go. I think we were in a room with the Raven Queen twice in a week. Yes, and I marked that as the worst week of my life. Both of them. <laughs> she literally about used to me as conduits to, to appear on the physical plane. This is true. This is... Seda's mouth is just opening and closing. <laughs> he was going to ask Mo something, but those words are gone. Oh gods, we turned we turned my celestial aunt slash uncle into a god. That that just that just hit home. Mo looks over at Seda, whose mouth is still acting like a guppy. You you were going to ask me something important. Oh, ah, yes. Payment. That's right. Oh, I've got it right here. And Mo hands over a key. It takes Seda a little while to turn his brain back on and realize what's being done, stops opening and closing his mouth, and casually takes the key and puts it in a pocket. Was it the Raven Queen statement that broke him? Um, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that was the exact moment. <laughs> there are a significant number of elves that are considered to be followers of the Raven Queen many of whom now reside in the Shadowfell, but still. But we still have the god bits in us, or is that... Uh, Sanctimonious, except those should be gone. Okay. And uh, 
This is probably not an exercise that will be repeated anytime soon, but if we were to try it again, I think we'd need to redo some of the calculations. I think we took some of you out as well. Well, it depends on if you made your constitution saving throw or not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It did hurt a lot. Yes. uh, Yes, some of you were screaming. I'm not sure if you noticed. Well, then, I'm going to file that under things I cannot handle right now and just try to get back to my life. Denial, it's strong. Oh, trust me, I know all about that. I spent 50 years mind-controlled working in a circus. It was. Mo sent me on a mission, and Sanctimonious just looks over at Mo. It's, um, it's a long story, and everything ended well for those that didn't make horrible mistakes and tried to wrong others. Okay. And anyone wanting to know about that can go back and listen to the, the Hit in the Abyss campaign. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tal is the only one with any kind of ties to that, all of that stuff. <laughs> and she showed up way later. Yeah. I love referencing other campaigns when it's a brand new set of characters because I get to see their reactions to the, the old plot lines from an outside <laughs> perspective. How many times did we milk the whole moon being gone thing? Oh, <laughs> not enough. <laughs> so many. Mm-hmm. And most of the times it wasn't me bringing it up. Most of the times it was a, par- a party member saying it to an NPC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The what's what now? I mean, the moon being gone was hard to miss. <laughs> well. And you Thank broke you. Them. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're here all week. Tip your weight back. <laughs> I assume I have inspiration back. If I did not allow inspiration for that, I would be a sorry excuse for a DM. Oh, that is a glorious pun. That was wonderful. So let's count our assets. We have a new god of righteous causes, the Raven Queen, myself, a ragtag band of adventurers. That's the most dangerous of all things mentioned so far. I mean, and I turn to Morley. What? He's talking about gods and patrons and all that jazz. Oh. Very uh, unlikely, but Asmodeus. Yes. I, um... I don't think I would count on Asmodeus manifesting to help us. I wouldn't either. Probably not. And I would very much regret it if Asmodeus chose to do that. I feel like all of us would. Yes. But I am very much hoping I won't be around to find out. <laughs> I think Asmodeus would not mind if... Emerson coughs in a, hey, I'm also part of this conversation style of cough. <clears throat> I look over at him. I, um may have also kept in touch with a significant percentage of former followers of Joa. They would want to know what happened today. Well, there's a difference between wanting to know and telling them. I Just can saying. leave out certain details that you would consider private. I'm referring more along the lines of the religious ramification of what... The rebirth of a god in a new form, essentially. Mm-hmm. Is there any reason they have to know any of this? If we want Teriesh to build their power, yes. Gods get the power from their followers, from their faith, from their devotion, from their willingness to be a part of something. Maybe. 
And Mo looks very pensive right now. There's something that's bugging me about what Terius said. What? You don't need to follow. Everyone knows gods get their powers from their followers. The more followers they have, the more powerful they are. Some of the most powerful deities are the ones that exist on multiple worlds and draw their power from all of that. Gods 101. Yes, but that's not what Terius said. No, it was the exact opposite, really. Well, it uh, did get raised. Belief and worship aren't the same. Emerson uh, coughs again. And even though we don't need to follow, Emerson moves his shield over and he's holding it at the top but he slams the bottom edge down on the ground so that you all take notice of it. It's no longer showing the symbol of tear. It is showing a sword and a shield on his shield. We will follow. If you need an army, you have one. That's, um, that's all a wonderful statement and that probably would have been a great point to end a scene in a novel, actually. But, um, how is your army at Bailing Water? Because this floor looks damp. Oh, what? <laughs> As you look down, you notice that the the carpeting in this floor is, in fact... Well, there's not... No, you're not in a room with carpeting. You were in a room that had a bare floor because it had, like, arcane runes and stuff all over it. But the the floor does, in fact, look like it's it's got a layer of water on it now that has been seeping in. Koga... I'm casting shape water already, but this wasn't me. It's coming in from multiple locations. Let's get out of here. Uh, yes, you should probably get your your contact person. Yes, Sadia, we're getting out of here now. And um, as you all turn to leave the, the room, sack thing? as you all turn to leave the room, the water rises up in front of you, and that's uh, where we're going to end it for tonight. Not another elemental. They've got an elemental. You've got an army. Oh wait. The other side won in the Avengers movie. Uh-oh. Well, thank you everyone for playing. Thank you everyone for listening. Tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy, Archbreath hanging out in chat, LFA hanging out in a different chat. Who's got stuff to plug? <laughs> we all go silent. Eo's <laughs> mom writes books. Eo's mom does write books. You can get those at elizabeth-mccoy.com. Now, I got a question. If I wanted to, um, if I was getting back into Diablo, is there a podcast I could listen to uh-huh. for that? Well, yes, there is. There are several, but the one I'm involved in is Shattered Soulstone at shatteredstone.com. And I've been bringing guests on the show occasionally, and every episode I try to highlight things. That- and th- that's on top of a different thing that you do. It's on top of a different thing that I do, yes. I have a website called Book of Jen, and you can find a lot of Diablo content there. Though not as much lately because I've been really sick from allergies, but I'll get there. And it's got uh, other video game content at jen.net. Okay, but w- what if I, I wanted a bit more that was Blizzard-related or video game-related that wasn't just Diablo stuff? Is is there a podcast that I could listen to for that? I, I, I may have your answer to that one. Uh, Azeroth Coast to Coast, we talk about all things Blizzard and all things video game-related. This week we were talking about uh, BlizzConline, as well as some interesting points about CD Projekt Red and Riot Games and other things, all, all nerd-related. Uh, you can find us at azerothctc.com. All right. And if you are... Uh, looking to support us and the the wonderful fun that we have with this, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash, patreon.com slash Cogwheel Gaming. You can help us keep the lights on along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, Janadalok, Mickey, Shanchen, and Walter. 
And until next time, this is Crash saying, I wonder what card Terry is true. Good night, everybody. Ha <laughs> <laughs>